If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. How are you guys doing? Today's episode is sponsored by ShipStation. I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's going to be a little bit shorter than we're normally uh, putting out just because I got a lot of stuff I got to get done today and I still want to get this, this message across to you guys. So if you guys are new to this channel, please do me a favor, by the way, and subscribe. But are you, our videos are usually like 25, 30 minutes long usually. I don't know how long this one's going to be. It feels like it's going to be shorter. Now, Putin had this big announcement. He was, uh, it, was, it was planned for today. He did do it. It was, it was like his annual thing. I think he kind of sped it up a little bit and may have added some more stuff in just because of what Biden had went and done. Yeah. How do I want to put this? Both sides kind of playing each other here. Biden had announced that he's actually going to Ukraine, as we do all know. He showed up days ahead of or days before Putin's big address. And I'm sure Putin had to really adjust up before he went out there. But I can assure you guys, it was not a thrilling. It wasn't a thrilling thing to have to actually go through and read the transcript. It was really boring. It really was. I mean, just take a look at the people inside of the crowd. It's, it's, far, it's fairly embarrassing, to be honest with you guys. These are the people that we see all the time. These are like his main guys, and they're falling asleep while he is, he's actually trying to give them something serious to listen to. Uh, he went over the same stuff you'd expect. He blamed the West for the war inside of Ukraine. He claimed that we we're winning, or they're winning, not we're winning. They're winning uh, the almighty fight inside of Ukraine, which at this point seems like everybody's just a bit tired of literally hearing all of these lies. I mean, I was personally expecting him to announce... Like the, the special military operation was over with. You know, I thought that might be a thing. Uh, I was expecting him to possibly declare war on Ukraine or at least announce maybe another round of mobilization. That might have been a thing, but no, none of that happened. None of it. The biggest takeaway, which is a massive one, just so you are aware, the biggest thing that happened was the fact that Putin, uh, well, he decided to pull back from this, this uh, the last remaining nuclear arms control pact with the United States. He has completely suspended the participation in the the START Nuclear Arms Reduction Treaty, which was literally the last remaining thing that was regulating how many nukes either side could have. You know, I mean, I mean, we're, we're talking about between America and Russia. We control. I say we control as 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 both of us. Ninety percent of every single nuclear warhead there is on planet Earth. Pretty much this thing made it to where the Russians could expect any of our nuke sites and we could expect theirs. But nothing's really happened since COVID kicked off like a couple years ago. No one's gone over there and actually looked at it, made sure stuff was staying inside of regulations. And it's, it, it may not seem like that big of a deal, but I believe we're seeing the United States, uh, I think they're going to be testing a nuke here very soon, which in turn is going to end up, well, God, somewhat forcing the Russians to do the same. We know the Russians have also been moving more and more and more nuclear-capable vessels out to sea. I say vessels because it can be a ship, it can be a submarine, stuff like that. They, they've done more in the last week, they moved out to sea, that is, than they've done over the last 30 years put together. So we all can agree that there's no winner in a nuclear war. We all know this. And I'm not sure if this was a planned thing during his speech. I did tell you guys earlier, if it came about because of what Biden had done, his recent visit over to Ukraine, which I honestly thought was a good idea. I really do. If you're trying to posture yourself the way that he needs to posture himself, which is powerful, and, and actually the most well, he is the most powerful person on planet Earth right now. You need to do this kind of stuff. But clearly, as you guys just saw, the message is being sent out loud and clear. They want us to hear it, that they are in for the long haul and will lay down arms 
uh, literally for no other reason unless it's in their favor. But you guys know what, what they have no fear of? They just have no fear. Он смотрит на долгую перспективу, и мы можем констатировать, что у страны-то вот здесь все хорошо. So if you guys did not know this, shipping costs are actually the number one cause of abandoned carts. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but I know I have. I've left a handful of stuff inside of a cart just because I found out the shipping was going to be way too expensive. So on a landscape where free and fast shipping is the norm, it can be hard for a smaller e-commerce business to compete. Um, I myself, I have multiple companies, and and, and one of our bigger companies actually uses ShipStation. That's Guggen. We ship 10,000, 20,000 items a month and we use ShipStation. It's really good. They can help you guys lower your shipping costs, make returns easy and keep your customers very happy all the time. You guys are saving, uh, automating with your shipping tests. You can also keep your business growing all year round. As I said a second ago, I myself, one of my, my, my companies, we do use uh, ShipStation. So I can endorse it. I can say it's really good. Uh, you guys are, if you guys are running a small business and it's very stressful, I understand this. ShipStation is going to help you guys out. Hey, they have a free trial right now. It's quick setup. And, and now is the time to give them a shot. Give ShipStation a shot if you guys are on the fence about how to grow your business, how to expand, how to streamline. ShipStation makes it easier to grow your business by handling your orders from every marketplace in one dashboard. One dashboard. Ship, ShipStation literally is effortlessly integrates everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. Streamline, folks, makes it much easier. Manage every order from one simple dashboard. Automate routine shipping tasks, print shipping labels, easily compare rates and deliver times, optimize every single shipment and automate delivery notifications. That's massive. And with enterprise solutions, that will make warehouse optimization easy. ShipStation scales when you guys do. So with the best discounts in the industry, you'll never worry about overpaying for shipping. Get up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. And if that's not enough, use my promo code right now to try ShipStation for free for two months. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce business with ShipStation. And 98% of the companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Those are facts. Check them out. The link's at the very top of the description. Keep growing your business all year long with ShipStation. Use promo code ROB today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code ROB, all caps, free 60-day trial. Grow your business, streamline, make your life a lot easier, stress-free. Check them out. The link's at the very top of the description. So the Biden administration is calling this, this move that's currently happening a little bit of saber-rattling, which, of course, to a certain extent is going to be true. But I think they're just fed up, and that's the Russians. I think they're fed up, and they're actually maybe possibly trying to do something about it. The Chinese are currently heading to Russia right now to meet with their security council and possibly Putin himself. I know the Chinese president is also planning a trip to Russia over the next coming months to meet with him, which to me is somewhat wild because this man never leaves his country. Can anybody tell me right now, when was the last time the Chinese president ever left his country? Can you, can you, anybody, oh, you know what? I got, I, I want to know. Siri, when was the last time the Chinese president left the country? Three years, three years, 893 days. The guy doesn't leave. He doesn't ever leave. You know what I mean? What I think is going to happen here is the fact they're going to, I, I think what they're going to do, honestly, I think they're going to, they're going to supply Russia with certain type of weapons. I really do. Maybe it's not going to be super powerful stuff. Maybe it's not going to be big stuff out the gate, but I believe they're going to do it. And I think it's going to be small arms. I think it's going to be a lot of AK stuff like that. Maybe some AK ammunition, lower grade stuff. I don't think it's going to be anything super crazy. Since he launched uh, the Russian invasion, we see no sign that President Putin is preparing for peace. On the contrary, as he made clear today, he is preparing for more war. Russia is launching new offensives 
mobilizing more troops and reaching out to North Korea and Iran. We are also increasingly concerned that China may be planning to provide lethal support uh, for Russia's war. Putin must not win. That would show that aggression works and force is rewarded. It will be dangerous for our own security and for the whole world. So we must sustain and step up our support for Ukraine. We must give Ukraine what they need to win. And who would have thought a year ago or so that we'd be talking about the possibility of World War III being like an actual thing? I keep seeing it all over Twitter, all over all these social media sites. That this thing's actually trending right now just because of what's happening. Like you guys know that there's also the Belarusians. Okay, they, they're, they're, I don't know why they always want to be involved. But they're, they're kind of want to get themselves into like somewhat of a mess because they're, they're, they want to find a way to force themselves into the war. They really do. Now, the defense minister announced that the likelihood of armed, uh, armed conflicts uh, by the Ukrainians, which is going to end up escalating into like border incidents, is very high. They say it's very high. They said they're going to be provoked by the Ukrainians who end up having to retaliate. They're also setting up these, these a unit, by the way. This is very strange. And it's going to be going around to every single small town and villages, and it's going to teach them how to defend themselves. Not only just defend themselves, but how to prep like actual defensive positions just in case the Ukraines inv- invade. I don't, I don't really entirely understand that, but that's what they're, <laughs> what they're doing. And you guys remember when I, I my last episode where I told you guys that I thought that American government, or I guess the, the, the vice president, they formally announced that the Russians had committed crimes against humanity. Remember that? I told you guys about that. Well, come to find out that it, we as Americans, we really can't do much about it. Okay, and I said that during the last episode, I was like, oh my God, that would be really awesome if we could actually prosecute the ones that were being uh, held responsible for the acts they committed, okay? But apparently the U.S. government lacks the legal authority to prosecute anyone on these crimes in domestic courts and nothing will actually come of it in international law because, to be truthful, America is probably a bit worried about being accused of things from past wars. So, in the end, nothing will come of it and there was no need for that minute and 15 second clip I showed you guys that should have taken 15 seconds of our VP from the last episode. Now, I'm very sorry about that. Now, I know this has been a very short episode, but I have a really busy day today. Like I said, I want to share with you guys some stuff that's been going on. And this might be one of the wildest intercepted phone calls we have actually came across. Now, we have heard all the terrible stories over and over and over again over the past year, but I, I've never personally had... <laughs> I've never heard it actually being transmitted over radio. Like these men have no options to retreat. Even if they did have some sort of bad situation, like they must continue to push all the way through. Death is going to happen even if they were to push through. But guess what? It does not matter because if you decide to go back, you're going to be executed. Either way, to me, that, that's, that, is, that is insane. That's even a, a possibility in today's, in today's war. Like I, I, it's just hard for me to fathom. But I'm going to tell you guys right now, Bakhmut itself, the rest of Ukraine, literally no movement whatsoever i don't know for waiting what do we got a couple more days until the one year anniversary i have no idea if that's going to be the day everything's going to kick off they're going to get crazy some people claim this this big russia push started 10 days ago and they haven't been able to make any advances anywhere which might be the case they've been pushed back in bakamon on the south side the north side's pretty much in a stalemate right now they've not made it through the city very much farther than what they have been and they're losing a ton of men in the process. It's really kind of crazy, this whole area. And, and, and it's even crazier that, that Putin was able to get on stage and actually tell everybody they're winning the war. That, to me, is just asinine in itself. It is really crazy. And that's probably why everybody was falling asleep. So I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. I will see you guys tomorrow with another one. I do love you guys. I'm out.